Hello, this is R.J. Deacon, reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Shular v. United States. Certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit. Argued January 21st, 2020. Decided February 26th, 2020. The Armed Career Criminal Act, ACCA, mandates a 15-year minimum sentence for a defendant convicted of being a felon in possession of a firearm who has at least three convictions for serious drug offenses. That's 18 U.S.C. section 924E1. A state offense ranks as a serious drug offense only if it involves manufacturing, distributing, or possessing with intent to manufacture or distribute a controlled substance, section 924E2AII, to determine whether an offender's prior convictions qualify for ACCA enhancement, This court has used a categorical approach, looking only to the statutory definitions of the prior offenses, Taylor v. United States. Under some statutes, a court employing a categorical approach must come up with a generic version of a crime, that is, the elements of the offense as commonly understood. The court then determines whether the elements of the offense of conviction match those of the generic crime. Other statutes, which ask the court to determine whether the conviction meets some other criterion, require no such generic offense analysis. Shular pled guilty to being a felon in possession of a firearm and received a 15-year sentence, the mandatory minimum under the ACCA. In imposing this sentence, the district court held that Shular's six prior cocaine-related convictions under Florida law qualified as serious drug offenses triggering ACCA enhancement. The 11th Circuit affirmed, concluding that Section 924E2AII's serious drug offense definition does not require a comparison to to a generic offense. The Supreme Court held uh, the decision is affirmed and Justice Ginsburg delivered the opinion for a unanimous court. Section 924E2AII's Serious drug offense definition requires only that the state offense involve the conduct specified in the statute. It does not require that the state offense match certain generic offenses. The parties agree that Section 924E2AII requires a categorical approach. They differ, however, on what comparison the statute requires. In the government's view, Section 924E2AII identifies conduct a court should compare directly against the state's crime elements. In Shular's view, 924E2AII identifies generic offenses whose elements a court must first expound, then compare against the state crime's elements. The statutory text and context show that Section 924E2AII refers to conduct, not offenses. In two respects, 924E2AII contrasts with neighboring section 924E2BII, which refers to a crime that is burglary, arson, or extortion, and calls for the generic offense analysis that Schuler urges. First, the terms in section 924E2AII, manufacturing, distributing, or possessing with intent to manufacture or distribute a controlled substance can be used to describe conduct. 
unlike burglary, arson, and extortion, those terms do not unambiguously name offenses. Second, by speaking of activities a state law drug offense involves, Section 924E2AII suggests that the descriptive terms immediately following the word involving identify conduct, refer to offenses it would have been far more natural to the, for the drafter to follow, Section 924E2BII in using is. Shular agrees that Congress meant to capture the drug offenses generally existing in state laws at the time of Section 924E2AII's enactment. But he admits that those state laws lacked common nomenclature. The evident solution was for Congress to identify offenses by the conduct involved, not the name of the offenses. Shular offers no persuasive explanation for why Congress would have chosen involving over is to refer to offenses, nor do the eight other ACCA provisions on which Shular relies shed light on whether Section 924E2AII refers to conduct or offenses. Rejecting a generic offense approach, Shular contends would subject defendants to ACCA enhancement based on outlier state laws. He emphasizes that the Florida drug offenses of which he was convicted do not require as an element knowledge of the illicit nature of the controlled substance. But Shular overstates the extent to which Florida law is idiosyncratic. For if a defendant asserts that he was unaware of the substance's illicit nature, the jury must find knowledge beyond a reasonable doubt. In any event, Shular's interpretation is scarcely the only one that promotes consistency. Congress intended consistent application of ACCA to all offenders who engaged according to the elements of their prior convictions in certain conduct. The rule of lenity has no application here, for after consulting traditional canons of interpretation, there remains no ambiguity for the rule of lenity to resolve. The decision below is affirmed. Justice Ginsburg delivered the opinion for a unanimous court. Justice Kavanaugh filed a concurring opinion. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of us, we can be reached at rhodesscholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S-N-8-0. Or at Court Syllabus on Twitter.